always a always a schus to be together. Erev Shabbos Kodesh. Prepare for Shabbos Kodesh. <coughs> First Shabbos Kodesh of, of Adar. Finally here. Amish finally here. It's gonna be big. It is big. It's already big. Feel the simcha of Adar. Hope we're already being marbed b'simcha. Every day we have to be marbed b'simcha. And feel the simcha, just the simcha of what it is to be a yid. It's chus it is to be a yid. It's chus to have an adar, it's chus to have a param. It's chus to be together like this. You know what it is to be a yid? To be together almost at chatzoy salayla, almost at midnight. To learn together, to grow together. Not a normal thing on a Thursday night. What are people doing right now if you're not here? What are people doing? I mean, some people, hopefully, are learning about the midrashas, but I'm not talking about those. Yidin Baruch Hashem, but other Yidin, what do I, I don't mean Yidin, the world, sleeping, wasting their lives, watching things that are, at best, Pittles Man. We have this list to be together and to grow, to connect to the Ebeshter, to connect to each other. It's Kishmak to be a Yid, it's a Simcha, that itself is a Simcha. If you don't know what to be with Simcha, that, just be with Simcha that you're a Yid. It's the biggest Chus in the world. Okay, before we begin, just all the, all the Torah tonight, all the Chizik tonight, all the Cyrus tonight... Is being sponsored first of all by the Blumenthal family, who Amish so close to me, Moshe, Max, Moshe, Julia, who's the I don't know how you call it, woman Gabayis of the, of the of all the women's shirim <coughs> takes care of so much. And the whole mishpacha is a very Amish kodesh kedushim mishpacha. So today was the yard site of, of Moshe and Julia's and their their grandmother. Meryl Baschayim Elio Alevi, Beis Adar, Smirta Shem, all the Torah tonight, all the Chizik tonight should be a big schus for her Neshama, Lila Neshmasa, should be a big Yilu, Ganeiden. And she should be, be continued, she should continue to be a big Malitu Yoshua for their beautiful family until the Zoyach will be tanting with her, with Mishach Sakainu, Bimheir, Bimena. Well, the Torah also tonight is being sponsored by, by the Glopshek Mishpacha, Behil Moshe Eliezer's Mishpacha. Baruch Hashem, he has a new nephew. If nephew needs a fool, it's a big simcha. And Mr. Hashem, the simcha is going to grow into more simchas. Mr. Hashem. But his uh, nephew had some procedures, had some surgery. One surgery needs a little bit more. And Mr. Hashem, it's going to be with, with the Malach Rafal by his side. And we're going to hear Mr. Tovos and Rafuos and Yeshuos. And uh, all the Torah, the physical story should be a big schus for a complete Rafu Shalema, Pekarov. <clears throat> Everyone have milchas nefesh in the mishpacha bez Hashem as well. It's always hard. Imagine what it is to give birth and have to go through this. You, you yourself are, you know, are recovering mitzvah Hashem. So your sister should have complete refus as well. Should be exchus for Tinok ben Tamar Ilana. Tinok ben Tamar Ilana, and if, if everyone could have her, have him in in our tefilos as well. Tinok ben Tamar Ilana should have a big refus shleima bekarov bez Hashem zmarach. And of course, we continue to learn all the Torah, the Chizik, Lila Nishmas, Eliezer ben Yisrael, and it should be a big schus for his neshama. But he should continue to learn neshama from from all the Torah, all the Chizik, all the Soros. He should be, be an incredible male Yosher for the entire mishpacha. Exactly, the entire mishpacha always till Yisrael be taunting with him. With Mishias Kenu. See tonight. See tonight that Baish Lishi is going to be an adder. 
Mit Hashem. So hopefully it's going to be this other. Amen. It's going to be this other. You'll be tanting with your father. with your father. Amen. 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 So, you know it's a song that we sing. But it's not just a song that we sing over all these days of the month of Adar. Gorontinus. Tachof Tesem and Aleph all the way to the bottom. Amar of Yehuda, Bered Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas Mishmei Derav. Rav Yehuda, the son of Rav Shmuel, the son of Shilas, in the name of Rav, says, Kishem Shepishenichnas Av, Mema'atim B'Simcha. Just like in the month of Av, we have to diminish our Simcha. So too in the month of Adar, we have to increase our Simcha. I wasn't going to share it, but I can't not share, even though I'm sure everybody knows this Torah, but it's a Torah that I try to live my life by. Just seeing these words inside, you can't, say, you can't not say over the Kotzker. The healing words of Menachem Endel of Kotzk. Hopefully you all know the Kotzker, but I mentioned the Kotzker in this line. If you don't know it, you should know it, so now you'll know it forever, Bez Hashem. And not just know it. There's some Torahs that you have to live. Halavai, we should, we should live every Torah. That's, the, it's, it's, that's what Torah is here for. And we are. The Torah gives us chiyas. I spoke about that a few weeks ago, if you remember the Bazanta, Pimitvosov, that Pasuk, right? We spoke about that. Maizu, we should live every Torah. But these certain Torahs, Mamish, you have to live your whole life every moment with. This is one of those Torahs. The Kotkareb is Chosu Yogan Elein who says on this line, we learn from this lion, the Yid should always be Besimcha. The Yid should always be Besimcha. <coughs> Why? He, he reads this line very just, very well. It doesn't say, it doesn't say when you enter into Av, get rid of your Simcha completely. It only says, Mamatim Besimcha. And it doesn't say when you enter into Adr, start being Besimcha. It says, Marbim. Marbim, increase by definition means you had beforehand, you're just increasing. Mm. So you see from here, the Chatzka Rebbe says, it has to always be B'Simcha. There are times when you diminish your Simcha, even in, in Av, B'Churban Beis HaMikdash, Tishabav, you don't completely annihilate your Simcha, you diminish, you have a little bit less. There are times when you increase, but you only increase because you had beforehand, you had the whole year, and now you could increase. There are times you increase, you're by Chasna, you increase. But we have to always be B'Simcha. It should always be B'Simcha. But that's how the Kotzker learns this Gemara. But many ask and try to understand what's the what's the kasher, what's the connection, what's the kashem? Kashem is Yes, we we understand there's a contrast here, and yes, we understand there's one month in the year that we're supposed to diminish our simcha. We have the nine days, and culminating in Tisha and one month in the year, which is incredible, this month, we're Marbim B'Simcha, right? So, by the way, just think about that for a moment before, right? Think about that. We have such beautiful Yom Toivim throughout the year. Incredible Yom Toivim, we all love. Who doesn't love Shavuos? Who doesn't love Pesach, Pesach Lal Seder, Mamish Kaidish Kedashim? Who doesn't love sitting in the Sukkot, Seledim, Amnusa, culminating with a Simchas Torah, dancing? Mamish just mentioning these, it's like, Mamish yearning for them, no? You're like, you, you know? What's going to be Lel Seder, the Sit, Al Koisos, and Matzon? Incredible, I, I, you know, it's another, we, say, we say this sometimes about, oh, we say this sometimes about Shabbos Kodesh, same as Yontav, I'll tell you, I'm not, I, I love all people, 
But I mamish. I mamish feel bad for the Umas Oilam. There's not, I'm not talking, I'm not a racist or anything, like that. But like, imagine, imagine you were in this world and you didn't have Lel Seder. Imagine you go through a whole year, you don't have Lel Seder. <coughs> like, what is life with, like, without Lel Seder? Imagine you have a, a life without Simchas Torah. Imagine you have a life without Simchas Torah. What is it to have a life without Simchas Torah? Imagine you have a life without a Purim. We look forward all year. Can't wait for Purim. We have a life without a Purim. I feel, I feel bad. But what's amazing, we have all these beautiful days throughout the year. And every week, Shabbos Kodesh, only one month, Marbin Besimcha. Tishrei, you have the Midar. Purim's only Midar Banan, right? Let's just remember. Tishrei, you have Sukkot, which the Torah says is Zman Simchasenu. But we don't say Marbin Besimcha by Tishrei. Shvuas, Kabbalah Satorah. Right? We got the Torah. The Torah. We got the Torah. You don't say Mishanich Nasiva and Marbim Besimcha. ready for first Purim? But what a schus! We just walked in this month. We're Marbim Besimcha. <clears throat> so Lechever, we haven't been together Purim yet. You think we're together because in high school we, we were together at night, a few minutes dancing. And Purim's big, get ready. No, we're putting up a tent this year. Mom is going to be Leila Leila Mertz Hashem. <laughs> the house just can't handle it anymore being in the house. So we have to figure it out. We're going to we have to find a few sponsors to do it, but we got to do it because. The, look at the walls still have marks. Look, you see over there? You see that over there? No, look, look over there. Where you, you see that mark? You know what that's from? Perm. You think that? I can show you on this thing, this piece of furniture, cracked up all over the place. Perm. You see where, you see over there where Daniel's sitting? If you walked, you'd, where you're sitting? Over, right where you're sitting? If you walked, you'd feel it dips in. It dips in. You know why? Because probably the beams underneath are broken because of perm from taunting. Right on, Emmis, Emmis. A couple more perms, there would be no house left anymore. So then we're finished. We got it. I decided this year we're going tent outside. It'll be Mezashem. Anyways. What are we talking about? Lamaisa. Me and Lamaisa getting back. So the Gemara says. Adar. Kishem Shemishinichnasov, Mishinichnasadamarbisimcha. Just like Mishinichnasov, when you enter Dov, you have to diminish your simcha, so too you enter into Adar, you increase your simcha. Why are they tolo izabizah? Why are they dependent? Why, why does it have to say, just like we're mind the simcha of. Of of so we're marbim the Why what? They're not dependent on each other. They're, it's a big contrast. Yes, they're opposites. So you could have a line that there's a month where we're ma'atim and there's a month where we're marbim. But like, it's kashem kashem just like like there's a connection because of the ma'atim that we're marbim. What, what's going on? I want to share incredible stories, <coughs> And there's a lach in shulchan Sometimes there are these halachas we're not that familiar with, but it's a beferish halach in Shulchan Aruch. There's a whole entire sim in Shulchan Aruch of Zeichel Churban. Zeichel Churban. There's a lot. This is one of those areas that the, the, the Minog Oilam is not really to be so medayik in this. And I think it's a problem. I think part of that is because we're so desensitized. And we're so content. And look at us. We have, we have the greatest lives in the world. 
Look at us living, we live here in the five towns in beautiful homes and beautiful cars and beautiful <coughs> things. And Baruch Hashem, it's an, it's an incredible community with the, the most chesed in the world and Torah and mitzvahs and tefillah. But at the same time, because of all that, even Baruchnius, it's incredible. And Begashmitz, it's incredible. And be, we've mentioned this, <coughs> but because of that, we're very content. And yes, we all visit our Yisrael as many times a year as we can and we love it when we're there, but then we come back here and we're really good, you know? And do we really yearn for Mashiach? Do we really yearn for Gula? Do we really? Like really, I mean really. Who could say, I don't, I don't want anyone to raise your When was the last time you cried because we don't have a base of Migdash? Have you since Tishavav? Have you on Tishavav? Because it's hard, but it's hard. I understand, we're used to our everyday lives and it's very hard, but ultimately we have to remember. We, and we have these, we have these reminders constantly. Over the last month in our Tzorol, there hasn't been a week where we're not reminded in the most ter- horrific of ways. <coughs> So there's a simon in Shulchan Aruch, Tuf Kof Samach, of Halachu Zeich Lechurban. So one of those we know, right? If you, you have a house, when you walk in, you're supposed to leave an Amah by Amah that is not painted, that's not finished. If you go outside, you'll see we have it over here. And there's different Halachas, but listen to the Halacha. I don't know if you're familiar with the Halacha. Tuf Kof Samach Sif Beis. V'chein Hizginu. There's a Takana Zeich Lechurban. That when you set your table, and you're having guests, when you, have, you set your table for guests, let's say Sunday night you make a barbecue, and you're having guests, and you set up the table, leave one place completely open. Leave one place open. Without a plate. You know, like a makom for a Leo Navi, you know? This is, well, you know, maybe it is a Leo Navi, a Leo Tishpi, that we want Gula. Leave one place, Zechel Churban, one place you don't put. Happens to be, if you look in the Mishnah Brewer, the Mishnah Brewer says, and this is based on the Taz, Afilu Sudas Mitzvah, Kamila B'chasna, when you're Zechel, have your Chasna, have one place setting somewhere, one, one seat with no, nothing there. Zechel Churban. You make a brismila. I was going to be by brismila this morning. Beautiful. <clears throat> by, by even a suda spitzva. He points out the Ma'aruksir, the Ma'aruksir of Yaakov Emden points out, which the Bura quotes, by Shabbos and Yantiv, you don't have to do this. So in your Shabbos table, if you have guests, you don't have to leave the place open. And that makes sense because Shabbos is already made in Olam Haba. Right? Okay. So this is Allah. Rav Yaakov, it doesn't quote in the Mishnah, Rav Yaakov Emden Marxio also says, listen to this line, and we have to understand this, Mamish. By Sudas Purim, you also don't have to do this. By Sudas Purim, even though that's a Sudas Mitzvah, and the Suda, you don't have to leave a place open for Zechel Churban. And why? Listen, Rav Yaakov Emden continues, because, This is what he says. Because you got to get drunk until you don't know the difference between Baruch Mordechai and Arma. Like, what is going on? What is, what is Rabbi Yaakov Emden talking about? You have a mitzvah. Zeichel Churban. You have to leave a place opening, open to remember a Churban. Purim. Mamish. Purim. One week from Monday night, Chavra. One week from Monday night. We already can say, like, you say two weeks. One week from Monday night. You hear this? Purr. It's here. 
and you have perm suda, you don't have to leave a place opening. No zeicher lechorban by your perm suda. Why? Because you're obligated to get drunk. Like ma'in and shmita leitzar sinai. What does that have to do with anything? So the Yosef Lekach, Yosef Lekach was a Eliezer Ashkenazi. He was a tzaddik that was considered in his time on a level with Rabbi Yosef Cairo and the Ramah <coughs> in that time, in the 1500s. Maybe some of you, if you've been, I'm sure all of us have been, most of us, but I was only outside. But if you're in Poland, in Krakow, in the, in the Batekvars in Krakow, where the Ramah is buried, where Yasla is buried outside, that's where he's buried. That's where the end of his life, he was there. He's in Krakow. The Yosef Lekach. And he explains something incredible. Listen closely, Chavroth. <coughs> Listen to this Torah. This Torah is life-altering to understand Purim and understand the Chiv to, to drink on Purim. So this is here for the first time. It's already changed my Purim. Are oh, you saying we didn't have Purim yet? I know it already changed my Purim. You can know a Torah. Certain Torahs you know you're going to live with. He says, what happened by the Nase Purim? We had this incredible Nase. Incredible miracle. We were, it was Nechtam Betit. It was already sealed in cement that we'd be annihilated. To totally be destroyed. And we were saved. Incredible. So of course we have, we rejoice. We have a Simcha, right? Here was the problem. Purim happened very soon after Chorban Beis HaMikdash. 70 years after Chorban Beis HaMikdash. That was the whole entire party that Achashverosh made, celebrated that he thought the Nebuah wasn't coming to fruition, right? We all know this. So there were Yidin alive by Purim. The Yidin of Purim that, that lived through <laughs> Chorban Beis HaMikdash. It was the pain of Chorban Beis HaMikdash. We, we can't comprehend what it is to go from a Zman of Beis HaMikdash to no Beis HaMikdash. Where obviously also thousands of people being killed, but but just not to have base of Migdash, a makum of Shechina amongst us. That pain, that suffering was still so raw. It was that door. Now suddenly this incredible miracle occurs. And they're saved. And they want to rejoice. But they couldn't fully rejoice. Because the pain of Beis Migdash was still there, was still so present, was still so much in their lives. So he says, what did the tzaddikim of the time do? They made this takana, chayiv inish lupsume vipurya. To get drunk. You know why? So that you forget churban beis hamikdash. And you could actually rejoice. The whole, the Yosef Lekach says, Rav Ashkenazi, Zech Tzadikosh explains, Rav Lezor Ashkenazi, that the whole entire reason for chayiv inish lupsume, to get drunk on Purim, the whole reason to get, to get drunk on Purim, is so they don't feel the pain or the suffering of Chorban Beis HaMikdash. He says they didn't want to write it in that way in the Gemara, and they didn't want to be metakin in that way, and say, Chayef Hizbzor Empuria, L'Hashkich Chorban Beis HaMikdash, because Yid should always remember Chorban Beis HaMikdash, but the MS is, one day a year, we're supposed to forget Chorban Beis HaMikdash, that's what we're saying. So that I could rejoice on Purim. Now we can understand the Gehevra. And I sort of the new Glatzian says this explicitly. Now we can understand the Gemara. First of all, now we can understand clearly why on Purim, first, on Purim, you don't have to have a Zeichel Churban and not set a table. 
Because Purim there isn't supposed to be a Zechel Churban. Purim is supposed to be as Ki'ilu, there's Gu'ulu already. To rejoice and forget about Churban Beis HaMikdash. And now we understand as well Amr, the, the connection. Amr of Yehuda Bar they are It's a, You know why the reason why you have to be marbim b'simcha? You know why the reason you have to go out of your way and reach, you know, the highest, the pinnacle of the marbim b'simcha is the chayven zubsume. That's what, that's what you're supposed to reach. Adaloyado. That's marbim b'simcha on the highest of levels. You know why? Because mishenich l'sav ma'atim b'simcha. Because there's a concept of churban based on mikdash of zeichel churban. Because it's supposed to generally be in our hearts. Therefore, mishenich l'sav ma'atim b'simcha. I have to go so far and get drunk on Purim and forget that. Incredible. Whole different way of looking at the drinking of Purim. But you know what that tells us, Chavra? You know what? I saw this Torah, Mamish can't stop thinking about it. You know why? That tells me one day here, each and every one of us is Me'en Olam Haba, on the highest of levels. One day here, it's Ki'ilu, um, Purim's going to come, <clears throat> and it's going to be Ki'ilu, it's Zman Beis HaMikdash. Because I'm not supposed to think about any Churban Beis HaMikdash. It's like I'm there already. That's, it. That's something incredible. So now, my problem was I was thinking about this. On one level, that's beautiful. And Lomaisa, there's a new kavana of Chayavish Lopsume Adulayada that we can have in mind and we can live up to and we could... And it's the ultimate simcha because what is diminishing all of our simchas? Chorba Beis Amigdash. Right? You have a chasana. Well, what, what event is the biggest simcha that we have that we think about? A chasana, right? A chasana of Mavish. The simcha of chasana is palpable. A chaver gets married, a relative gets married, you're there, you're rejoicing, it's incredible, right? But at the, and what's the, the highlight of the chasana, the pinnacle of the simcha is the chuppah. And at that chuppah, we break a glass. <coughs> at that time. Because we always have zeichel churban. One day a year, no zeichel churban. One day a year, I want, it's ki'ilu, you're, you're fully begula. One day, that's incredible. And therefore, mishnechlas adam marbim besimcha. It's the biggest simcha of the whole year because you have that one day that allows us to fully forget which is amazing, which is incredible. But I was thinking about it, Hevra. That's awesome, and it's something to look forward to. And we're gonna, and we're, that's going to allow us to dance like nobody's business on Purim. It's going to be amazing. Can't wait. I had Mamish, I'm telling you, I had it. It was so beautiful. I had a... I had a I don't need to be upset if I said who, but what? an older Talmud was married already for a few years with children, child, one child, one child. Anyways, incredible. And this is a year that was a Talmud, it's Mamish, you did Nafshi, he was by me many, many perms every year. He'll be here also this year for some. But he left me <clears> such a beautiful <throat> message of how he was just thinking today and from Hever how, how perm together, like he knows, shaped his whole entire essence and this whole entire Yiddishkeit and whole entire Kedusha and Ruchnism there's it it nothing like it and Mamish could change the whole world and the whole life and maybe this is why because it's one day <clears throat> where Mamish but one day it's like there's no Zay, there's no Churban and we all have Churban in our life everybody has Churban everybody has Churban their Churban on their level whatever that is whatever that Churban means we all have Churban we all have our, our challenges <coughs> We all have our difficult days. We all have our days that bring us to tears. 
We all have our situations in our life, some more serious than others, but in our, our level that are serious. Khurban. Comes one day a year, there's no khurban. One day a year, it's all simcha. That's awesome. It's amazing. That itself has a remnant on the whole year on some level. But I was thinking about it. That's, Ad, that, that, that's what Abdul Yadda brings me to, <clears throat> which is incredible, and I can't wait for it. But what else about Purim can bring me for that all year? Meaning, that, but that's only one year a day, uh, one day a year is an Adelayadah. The rest of the year is Zeichel Khurban. But I want to live like that always. Yeah, I want to. Could it be? Is it possible? Maybe. Maybe to reach a level where I'm, I'm Avshi'ifus. I'm yearning for Beis Amigdash, yearning for more. Not satiated with who I am. Not content in my, in my world of the five towns. But su- simultaneously, Besimcha. And not have to be thinking about the Khurban. I could yearn for Gula with being Besimcha with Abishter. And I was thinking about it. Maybe that also is Purim. How so? The biggest you saw now, I'll talk just Pasha, but I think it's the <coughs> deepest idea in the world. What, what is the whole entire Yant of Purim, the whole message of Purim, the deepest theme of Purim that's spoken about? And sometimes it's, it's like spoken about so much that we forget it. If that's possible to say and understood. But that the entire Megillah, we don't have Akash Baruch Hu, and the entire Megillah on the surface looks like just a, a, an order of events that could be all just by chance. Yeah, we know Akash Baruch Hu is hidden behind the, the scenes every single moment. And we know that Hashem is orchestrating it all. And we recognize that even when I don't see Hashem, and even when He's a little bit hidden, or a lot of bit hidden, He's in my life every moment. And that's the greatest simcha in the world. The greatest simcha is to understand that my relationship with the Rabbani Shalom, my attachment to the Rabbani Shalom, is not dependent even on Beis HaMikdash. Even on the revelation of HaKadosh Baruch <clears throat> Even on the good times. It's even in the difficult times he's there. And he's with me every moment. And he was with Esther when she's being taken by Achashverosh. she He was with Esther through all those times as well. And all setting up and orchestrating to save Klal Yisrael. And we know that and we believe that. And he's with each and every one of us as well. And that's the story of Purim. As well that wipes away Zecher L'Chorban. Because when I know Komad of Rechman Tava, but I know he's with me, it's all good. You know, there was a Talmud in the Vardik. He was a very big Ani, he was very poor. <clears throat> but he was tremendously Sameach Bechelka. And every day he'd go to Yeshiva and he'd learn all day and he'd come home for lunch to eat with his wife. And what would they have, Mamish, every day? A slice of bread with some butter. So, one day, his wife, it's, every day, you know, it was the same time, <clears throat> she'd set up lunch. And it was two slices of bread and each a little bit of butter on the side. And her husband was coming home. And right before the husband came home, a cat came. Again, their house was a flimsy nothing, you know, had openings. A cat came and ate the butter of her husband. Mamish, the cat came and ate the husband. And her husband comes home. And she says to her husband, I'm so sorry. Right before you came home, a cat came and ate and ate your butter. And he looks at her and says, No cat ate my butter. The cat didn't eat my butter. 
And she thought what he meant was what he's saying is like, as if to say, <clears throat> the cat ate your butter. Like, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> how do you know whose butter was whose? You know, like that, the way he said it, I don't know exactly, but like, he came home, he says, <clears throat> you know, he says, it didn't even mind. It didn't even mind. And she was like, no, no, no. Exactly. She set it up. It was always on the same, basically, they had the same seats. It was like, you know, no, no, no. It's your, the cat ate your butter. Like, <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm going to enjoy my butter today. And he says, no, no, no. You don't understand what I meant. The cat didn't eat the butter. <clears throat> this was all orchestrated from Hashem. And Hashem decided I'm not supposed to have butter now. This wasn't the cat. The cat's just a shliach. The cat's just a messenger. Now, there's no happy ending. <clears throat> they sat and they ate the, the bread. He had his bread without butter and she had her, her bread with butter. By the way, Benji already Hashem is married and hopefully understands this, but <clears throat> the rest of the chaver here if you're ever in such a... I mean, I don't know if anyone will ever be in such a circumstance ever, but if you're ever in such a circumstance, it could be the cat, you know, the cat... If the cat... If it was the opposite way around, you give the butter to your wife, you know, that's, that's push it. So for sure, at the end of the day, the wife was going to have the butter, don't worry. But what... Meaning, nothing... There's no, like, happy, miraculous ending to the end of the story. It's a, it's a yin who went through, in his life, a little bit of difficulty and said, no, 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 this, this is from Hashem, it's okay. This is what Hashem decided. He understands why I'm not supposed to have my butter. <coughs> and when you live like that, you live like that, you live above Chorban. You live a life of Gula. Mishnech Nas Adar. Tzvarim bring down Adar's Mashan Aleph Dar. Aleph is the Ebeshter. Aleph, the one, the only one. He Dar, he's living with me every moment. When I live with that recognition, that Aleph Dar, that Hashem's living with me every moment, Connected to Hashem in such a way, there is no churban. Life is beautiful. Life is wonderful. Every single moment. Every single moment. You know, Chaver knows uh, that Ma'ish Yisrael was in was in the hospital a couple weeks ago. We had to cancel Shir for the first time in I think in all the years that we ever had Shir. <clears throat> and. Um, <coughs> the chaver, by the way, did the chaver listen to the women's share? Not everybody listened to the women's share. I told you guys you have to listen to the first 10 minutes of the women's share. You didn't listen to the women's share? You heard about it. You heard about it, because I have to be forced to it here now, because it's a few weeks ago, but now that Matthew's back with us, I'm going to be, I'm going to slightly embarrass him, but it really, it was more through a chaver of his, and it was a Talmud but... Listen to what happened. This is, first of all, and then we'll get to the next. But so that Thursday night, we had to whatever. That Thursday night, we had to rush to the hospital. That's why we had to cancel <clears throat> shear because the doctor called and basically a blood culture came back that there was bacteria in the blood of my <clears throat> wife, and we had to rush to the hospital because that's something very very dangerous. My wife was not feeling well for like three months, and. Um, a lot of doctors, we'll give a short story now, but a lot of doctors completely missed the, missed the ball and misdiagnosed and didn't know what they were doing <clears> and whatever it was. And then one rheumatologist who really, based on his profession, what he was doing, and if you know the profession, the, the medical field of his, shouldn't even have done this, but he's an incredible doctor and he... And he had the foresight to do a blood culture, which many other doctors should have done based on her symptoms. And that blood culture was, came back with bacteria in it, which told us we have to rush to the hospital. And um, 
I'm found that in the hospital, my wife had endocarditis, which is a pretty serious infection that's in the blood that got into the heart. And um, if not diagnosed at a proper time, could be something tragic, terrible. Baruch Hashem, this doctor, but it could have been any days different. That could have been, we could have been in a very, very bad place. And there was Nisim. And then all the tests came back. Well, well, at that point, so Friday morning, we knew what it was, and she started going through the the antibiotic <clears throat> treatment, which she now she went through for five days in the hospital, and now going through at home for the next few weeks. That's if you look on the wall over here, the countdown for the antibiotics treatment, which still this, she's having tr- tons of symptoms and different things going on. And but Amir Tzshem will have complete refus. I hear you, but it's sick. Baruch Hashem, we're less than sixteen days to Purim, right? Baruch Hashem. <laughs> Anyways, Lamaisa. Now, this is my Aisha's Chayel, uh, who's going to still be on the antibiotics and going through this when we're having perm. I asked her, are we supposed to, like, what are we going to do? He's like, what do you mean? You have perm. What's the, what's the question? I mean, we're having it outside this year in the tent. It'll be good, but Bezashem. Anyways, Lamaisa. So then Friday morning, here's where the story goes down. Friday morning, when we already knew what it was and she started treatment, but at that point, we still had fears of if the, if the endocarditis, because it was for so long, damaged her, her heart and whatever, could have been something still very bad. And they were still doing those tests, which they didn't, we didn't get back to. <clears throat> they were still doing in the afternoon an echo and some other tests, TEE, or whatever it was. And um, so I went on the phone with my son, Teretus Rol, before Shabbos, telling him, and he says to me, Todd, do you understand? It was Thursday, he says, a week ago, I was with my wife, Tomorrow with my daughter-in-law. And they went to Ripshail at the Daven. They went to Kerstir. They had a wedding in Berlin, it's all story, another Matzavat who has weddings in Berlin. <laughs> but Lamaisa they said, once we're in Berlin, we're gonna go to Ripshail. I'm not sure why how that works. I don't think Germany and Hungary are the same country. But anyways, Lamaisa, we're by Berlin, we have to go to Ripshaila. It's like it's a different flight. I'm not sure how the, why it goes like that, but that's what it is. We're we're that's what he said. Anyways. <laughs> Happens to be my son and my family, not from my side, from my wife's side, has a lot of charm to Shaila. My my wife's great great grandfather, which my or great great great, which is my son's great 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 grandfather, was the Malamed of Shaila's children. And um, Shmuel's been there before, and, and always felt the tefillahs there in a deep way. And it, they went, and I remember when they went, and his wife Tamara was telling me how she she'd never done like this before in her life, and the emotions of it. The, he was. They had a time. There was to meet. She came an hour later. She couldn't pull herself away. Anyways, he tells me when he was there, and that was already when my wife, when Shady was already not well. I mean, she had fatigue and night sweats and all these different symptoms for about three months. And he davened by Reb Shaila that within a week, she should figure out what's going on. And I was pumped. I'm on the phone with him. He's like, Todd, do you understand? That's exactly a week later. And they finally figured out what's going on with mommy. As he's telling me this, <clears throat> so Matthew was just on a trip with his father, with Mahalik Talmud, Yehuda Sokol, and his father. And the big part of the trip, the Iker part of the trip, I think, you'll tell me if I'm right on that, was to be Rabbi Shaila for Shabbos. So as, as by the way, I realize you're in the back of this picture also, you're in the picture. But anyways, Lamaisa, as Shmuel's telling I'm on speakerphone with Shmuel, and I'm looking at my phone, and I'm, I get a, a picture from Yehuda Sokol. Good Shabbos from Karastir. And it's Yehuda by Rabbi Shaila. Now, I knew he was going, but I totally forgot about it. From that, the last couple of days, my mind was totally somewhere else. I knew about the trip and everything. And after, but 
so I just see as Shmuel's telling me that he was by Shiloh a week ago, davening that we should find out in a week, and we just found out in a week. I get a picture from you, the Sokol, from Rab Shiloh. You can't make this up. He come Yisrael, right? So wait a minute. I say Shmuel, have a great job. I got to call you right away. <laughs> so he's like, Taka, you at least give me a bracha. Okay, let me give you a bracha. <laughs> Anyways, I give him bracha. I call Yehuda. Yehuda picks up the phone. He starts, Oh, Rebbe, you got to hear about the trip. Like, no, 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 I can't show you the trip. His father, Adam, I'm so close. Just, Rebbe, Cody, you know, you should be with us. He's going for it. I'm like, no, 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 you got to hear this. I'm like, listen. <clears throat> I start telling him the deals about Shane D a little bit. He's like, oh, Rebbe, I'm going to tell He's like, you don't understand. I just got off the phone with my, my son who was by Shiloh a week ago. And Davin, we should figure out what it is. And now we figure out what it is. But there's still, we still have fears of if there was harm or not. Hashem must have sent you back exactly now that you should be the shliach to daven to have a complete refuah. And this was an hour before Shabbos. You went lal Shabbos to daven by Shaila, and, and Baruch Hashem, they davened. And it was within hours after that we found out all the tests came back good and there was no harm in Baruch Hashem. She's going to have a complete refuah. You hear this? Can't make it up, Baruch Hashem. But anyways, getting back. So this past week, but she still was having... So she's been, after treatment already, 12, 13 days, she thought she'd be feeling somewhat better, and there were still different side effects that were happening and different symptoms that were strange, and she called the doctor and it seemed abnormal, so they wanted to run tests again. Go have another echo done, have more blood cultures. <clears throat> so the night before we found this out, my wife was a little bit nervous, so that night, this past... I don't know, one day from the next. I think it was Tuesday night. I was with her and we're talking about it and whatever. And then I, and I had, I was meeting with a couple that night. And I'd end with them about 11.30, 11.45. And I got to make a car to go to the Daven with oil. Because Baruch Hashem, we have at least Bechina Sarit Yisrael, the Daven. We have to Daven for something. I said, we have more tests tomorrow. I have to go Daven with oil. So I go to the oil and I get there. And when I was there, it was Felt it feel and then on the ride back, I just broke down. Really, just crying mostly for my wife, like just what she's been through and what she's going through, and now still when we thought we we're <coughs> completely doing well and having this again, and I was just like, and then like I'm on that, you know, on that drive back from the island, and it just hit me like, like of course I'm feeling for my wife, but the Rebbeinu taking care. It's all going to be good. And like I just, I don't know, I just felt that. Like, their bonus homes with us, their bonus homes take care, their bonus homes come out of homes, it's all gonna be good, and I immediately, like, just was totally fine. Totally good. I was uh, in this car ride, it was Mamish. And Baruch we went, took her back to the hospital the next day, and Baruch already the, the echo, which was the main test we needed to know, came back, everything's clear and good, and just the treatment's taking longer because she was sick for so long, and it's gonna take a little bit longer than the doctors thought, but Bez Hashem, she's gonna have a complete refuah, Bez Hashem is Baruch. So Vadud is a day of Purim of Adalayada. Vadud is a day where you could drink away Khurban. And we're supposed to. Mamish, that's what that's what we're being taught. That's what the Yosef Lakach is teaching us is all Khiv. And that's an important Yisod, and to feel that and to know that. But I think the whole lesson of Purim and the whole the whole depth of Purim is to teach us Hashem is with us every moment. And therefore, obviously we have Shi'ifus. And we want Beis Hamikdash, and we want Gula, and we want Bayomuli Hashem Echadish Mochad, and we want all the pain and the suffering to end. But simultaneously, I'm with Hashem and I'm good. Simultaneously, I'm also Begula. I'm also Chaya Olam Haba. And that's the Simch of Purim, Aleph Dar. 
that Hashem is with me every moment. And we can live that. However, you know, in Ezra, in Ezra, in the, in the sixth parak, see this inside, it's, it's getting late, and it talks about when finally Bayashani was, was built. We know Esther had a son, Daryavesh, and Daryavesh allowed us to rebuild Beit Migdosh. You know when the Bayashani was rebuilt in Adar. If you look at the Malbim there, the Malbim there says, so too will be by a Shlishi. They even thought that would be the ultimate bias, but another tire. But ultimately, by Shlishi, it's going to be another. Because this is the month where we push Chorban based on Mikdash to the side. There is no Zechel Chorban. I'm above it. I'm above it. I'm Purim because of the Simcha Purim. And I drink to make sure of Adelayada so that I don't feel it. But the whole entire Nase Nister Purim teaches me this lesson that I can be above it always. Vada, we yearn for it. We want it. But I'm with Hashem every moment. I'm with Hashem every moment. And Hashem's orchestrating the world. Even when I don't see it, I have to know He's by my side. You know, I was just remembering a story from years ago that my father to- told me. In the early years in Eretz <clears throat> the government, the fortune was very, very bad. It's, it's well known to, to the Svartim that were coming over from various different countries, from Morocco and other countries, they treated the, the Yidden very terribly. And they tried to really, like, completely get rid of their, their connection to, to Yiddishkeit. And they came over with payas, and they tried to get them to, to get rid of the payas, and secularize them, make them kibbutzniks. And they, they, they put them, they'd come, especially the children, they'd put them in, like, these camps, to try to teach them and keep them away from society and say like here nobody is religious and here you don't have you don't have payas and you don't have beards you don't have yarmulkes like they wanted this it was very sad very terrible there was a lot the chazanish obviously was obviously disgusted by this and upset about this and he he tried to do everything he can to uproot this and to be mechazik that this is a terrible way and one day he sent he sent two bachrim to one of these camps to try to infiltrate. <clears throat> And bring Ruchnias and be Machazik, the, these, the Svardim in this camp. And they get to this place, and the guards were these like staunch leftists, whatever, and they, <clears throat> they knew what they were coming for, and they wouldn't let them in. They wouldn't let them, no matter what, they couldn't, they wouldn't let them in. And they went back, and they went back sad. They thought their mission failed. They thought they, they did nothing. They went all the way there, they tried, they didn't get in. Years later, <clears throat> years later, one of these Bachram was by a chasana. He's by a chasana. He's by a chasana <clears throat> of uh, a friend of his son. And he meets the grandfather of the of the boy. And they're talking, <clears throat> and it's as far as a family. And they're talking about the early years. Somehow they go back to this time. And the grandfather says, you want to know what type of simcha this is? I want you to know the simcha of what it is that I have. <coughs> that I'm getting married. You see, when I came, this grandfather tells this man. He says, when I came here over to Israel, there to Israel, they took me and they threw me in a camp. And they tried to tell me that... Torah mitzvahs is the old age, and I'm not supposed to keep Torah mitzvahs, and I should cut my payas, and that's an old is. And I started, honestly, I started to believe them. I was in this camp, and they were 
They were infiltrating my mind and my heart and I started to believe them. Then one day, I'm looking outside and I see comes to the gates these two Jews. And these Jews have beards and have payas. And they look and big yarmulkes and tzitzis. And I say, they've been telling us all this time that Jews like this don't exist. Look, they do exist. They're lying. They're clearly lying to us. This is not that mystic way. And I knew it from seeing those yidim. They didn't let them in, but I knew it. And look what I built, Baruch Hashem, this grandpa was saying. And this man he's talking to was one of those yidim. One of those bachram who thought he failed, who thought he went and he didn't get in and he did nothing. He changed the trajectory of, of this entire mishpacha. Because Baruch Hu runs the world. We never know what's really going on. We think things are happening in our life that sometimes seem like failures and they're the biggest brachas. We think things look like they're raw, but they're really toiv. V'nahapachu, v'nahapachu. We have to feel, that's the nister of this world. That's the nister of Purim. But when you know it and you know the Rabbanishim is always there, you're bizman gula. You're bizman gula. Alvai, we're waiting for the ultimate gula. We're waiting for the gula that's gila. We're waiting for B'yas Mashiach. We're waiting for Tchiyas Amazing to be taunting with all our loved ones that have, are not physically in this world. We're waiting for that time, yes. But until that time, until that time, yearn for it, want it, understand that it's not here in this pain and suffering in the world, but simultaneously be permdik. Simultaneously be above it. Simultaneously be mamish on the level of Adel Yadah to be Yishkach that, because I know I'm with Hashem and it's all good, but Hashem's Baruch and this Chos will be Zoycha, that not just to celebrate a Purim of Akati Abdei Achashverosh, but a Purim of Gula, a Purim of the Gula Shleim of Mashiach Lekeinu, Bimheir Amen. Amen.